Wow, what an exciting day this is. It is time for Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Rappel. I'm Kerry Fink. I get the uh, opportunity of, of being part of these uh, so important teachings. Uh, Glenn, how are you today? This is the day the Lord has made, and let's rejoice in it. We get to eat the word every day. That manna is pleasing, refreshing to us, and fulfills us. That river of living water just flows through us. And uh, well, these are great days that we've got each day. You know, it is, it's a wonderful thing because we get to see uh, the impact of this ministry. And it's so, so, such an interesting place to be because normally on a ministry website, uh, there's a button you click and you can support or you can become a partner or you can uh, do something like that. And if you go to the repleminute.com, the first thing you'll notice is, there's not an ask for money. It's it's it. There, there's just nothing there because Glenn, as a business person who runs a big uh, financial concern, um, you know you've kind of seen this as a moment to give back, and and it's interesting to see how this has grown. I mean, we're like up to 105 episodes now, and people literally all over the world are responding to this. I mean, we're getting you know reaching a million people every. Uh, literally every four weeks with with this message. And the point is not the numbers, Glenn, but in today's world, it seems like identity is being attacked, right? You know, uh, if you go to school and, and you're a little confused, somebody's going to, uh, you know, start talking to you about what's your identity. Uh, if you're in a, if you're in a marketplace and you're a little bit confused about things, um, you don't really know why you're here or what's going on. And and a lot of times, if you listen to the world system, Glenn, like we, we talk about that red line living, it just gets darker and more confusing as you go along. But when you appropriate the things of God, uh, it just becomes it becomes beautiful. Life is good, and you just you you're just out of that kind of like that dog eat dog red line living kind of uh, you know I got to look out for number one thing, and that's why your book fraud what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy, which is really the basis for where a lot of this came from, is that. That little book, and it's 40 bite-sized chapters, but that little book kind of shows the original um, fraud that was perpetrated in the garden and how that is carrying on today if you don't know better and you don't know your Bible. And that, Glenn, that's why this is so fun, because we always say, it's not opinion, you're just quoting Bible scriptures, you know? <laughs> it, it is, and uh, uh, how, how blessed, and to God be the glory to just see his word go out with, with the, the the tools we have now through through technology and the internet and it's so neat to see uh, people tuning in watching and and and, and growing uh, through the word because because uh, this is not about carrying Glenn this is about the word of God uh, going out over the airs and it, it's just so pleasing because people are hungry they want the truth and 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 then we know who the author of truth is. And so we just want that that truth to be speaking through us today. And if it's not the truth, uh, tune tune out. But if you're hearing truth, listen. And because because pretty much what we're doing is we're going through scripture, and we're going through a lot of scripture today because we're going to be talking about mysteries, mysteries wow. revealed, mysteries revealed. Because there's so many mysteries, and they're hidden. They're hidden from man. You know what you're saying, Glenn. That's the that's the challenge. So many people are they're grasping for anything that gives them some sort of an anchor or some sort of a, a feeling of stability and boy once they get to the word and see how that impacts their lives and how god meant uh everything for them prosperity at every level of their lives and we're not just talking financial we're talking about 
health, relationships, just everything. You know, it's a full package, Glenn. Amen. So here's 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 the question: um, is 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 what is the mystery of the ages? There's there's a what is the mystery of the ages? And then here's here's another: what is the promise of the Father, of our heavenly Father, of God? What is the promise of the Father? And then this is. This is a question I was asking to our staff and some other people. And this is really, you know, who is Jesus? This is just a great question just to ask, who is Jesus? And then to ask the other part of this, what does Jesus mean to you? Who is Jesus? What does Jesus mean to you? And again, just think through that. And those that are watching and listening, think about that question. Write it down. Think about what that is. And then here's here's a and and, and this I heard this uh, this week, and I go, well, this is really good too. We need to see. And again, this is this has been what we've been doing with the book fraud, also with with all the teachings here, is to see Jesus from Genesis to Revelation through the Word of God, because Jesus is the Word. He's this. He is the Word that became life and dwelt among us. And so to see Jesus. Uh, being revealed through the Word of God, through the Bible. Then what's interesting too, when we experience Jesus in someone else, we go, oh, look at the way he loves, she loves. Look at that. Why did they do that? That should be the question. Oh, you know, so why, why, you know, so we see Jesus in someone else, then we start seeing Jesus in ourselves. And, and I thought, boy, that was really pretty powerful to, uh, to, 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 to see that. So here's, here's, here's the fraud fire extinguisher that we're going to be putting uh, out today. And then we like to do this in each one of our teachings here is, is we're going to put that fraud fire extinguisher on mystery because it's going to be revealed. And, and so what's, what's being revealed here is that Christ, Christ, Jesus Christ lives in you. And again, I, I may get excited here because uh, when I, we're going to be going through about 10 mysteries uh, and, that have been revealed. And, and I, I can almost, uh, I can't say the date and the time and so forth. But I just remember that, that, that thought and that period of time when I go, wow, that's what this really means. And this scripture became real to me is Colossians 1, uh, 16 through 27. Uh, and, and the mystery Look at this, the mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but but now has been revealed to who? His saints, his, his children, his sons and daughters of God. To them, God willed to make known what are the riches and the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is what? Christ in you, Christ in me, Christ in you, Carrie, Christ in everybody, Christ in you is the hope of glory. And again, as we've been doing these teachings, uh, this has been kind of a continuous theme that we we keep to, to really want to know is, is, is that Christ is in us. And so that's one of the mysteries that we, we see. Now, and just a, a, a part of every teaching that we go through is just to begin to remember and just to think through, uh, as Carrie was talking about, the green line living and the red line living. The green line across here is to identify that was God's intended purpose for man all along to live forever, eternally, uh, uh, to never die. And so the question that we ask, because we, 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 we think of history, uh, but again, we want to look at the events, the, uh, the three greatest events ever, the three greatest historical events ever. And, and the first one 
because we ask that openly in a public audience, you go, well, what are they were? You know, what, what were they? But if we go to the very beginning, which was which, which creation, that's, uh, th that's one of the greatest events ever was creation. And God spoke it with words, with words. He spoke creation. Let there be light. Let there be light. And guess where that light is? That's the light of Christ. And that light lives inside of man. And so let there be light. And he created man in his own image. He formed him and, and created and breathed life into him. And so, and, and he said that there's two trees, there's two trees. There's a tree in the middle of the garden. There's the tree of life and, and it's abundant. You can eat on that. And, and it just is the tree of life. Uh, and, 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 and commissioned uh, man to govern and rule and have dominion over the earth, over everything, all of his creation. And he says, there's also a tree in the middle of the garden called the tree of good and evil. You eat from that tree and you're going to surely die. And, and there was the serpent in, 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 in the Garden of Eden. And he says, oh, are you going to trust God? Did he really say that you're going to die? You're not going to die. Uh, and so uh, Adam and Eve, they ate from the tree. And so that's what, what has the second uh, greatest historical event ever was the fall. And so we're birthed into this fall, uh, this fallen red line uh, living. We, we're born into this, the fall. And this is, this is the rebellion against God. And, and this is when death and sickness and disease and, and the selfishness and, and all the symptoms that go with the fall, which is the guilt, the shame, the pain, the this inferiority complex, we're not good enough. And the orphan spirit that comes in because we're looking for our father. We're looking for our father, our heavenly father. And we, we talk about that, the promises of the father. And that's where that rejection comes in, the injustice, the fear. But thanks be to God for the third and greatest event ever. And the greatest, the greatest of all the events is the redemption, the recreation that God sent Jesus into the world uh, to, to redeem mankind, to take mankind's death on the cross, to take the sin on the cross, uh, to redeem and restore mankind back to the original form and even greater form because he ascended to the heaven and left us to bring the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit to live inside a man. And so this is going to be some of the mysteries revolved here. And as we've talked about, heaven is open now. Uh, bring heaven to earth, uh, to live on earth, to redeem. So everything's crying out for the redemption of sons and daughters of to redeem and restore the earth and, and to bring man back into the restored uh, framework that God intended for man to rule and reign, have dominion here on earth as it is in heaven, to bring heaven to earth, to live inside a man. So as we experience, we're born again. And again, this timeline, we're stored back to this timeline uh, to, to live for it. And people ask, well, how old are you, Glenn? I said, well, I'm ageless. Uh, God knew me, but, you know, and, and sometimes it's really funny. I have to speak to the Internal Revenue Service every once in a while for, on behalf of clients. And they'll say, well, what's your birthday? Well, so well, do you want the date that I came? that God knew me before he formed the earth, or do you want the date that it came to earth? And again, this brings a perspective because we are ageless. That, that's the way we're designed in his image uh, and likeness. And so we're talking about revelation today uh, and about the mysteries being written. Uh, and so this is an important word here too. Darkness represents mankind's ignorance 
of the redeemed identity and innocence. And and Carrie, as we've talked in, in, in so many programs, is this is a really the key thing is to know our identity of really who we are. And, and the kingdom of darkness represents mankind's ignorance of their identity and the innocence and, and, and the recreated life that we have, this new creation life we have now. And that tree of life is open to us through the Lord Jesus Christ redeeming all mankind. And we have to receive that. We have to receive the gift of grace. So we're going to be talking about some of the mysteries that we have uh, that's been revealed to us. And so this scripture is just so important that, that I just like to speak this over to us as is Romans 8 uh, verse 2 is, is that for the law, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. So has, has made, has set me, has set us free from the law of sin and death. And so because we, because there is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Uh, who walk, who walk not by the flesh, but by the spirit. So we're walking the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus has set us free. So we have that tree of life uh, and we have dominion over uh, the footstool, death, the, la uh, the last enemy has been defeated. And we have to recognize that we died with Christ, we rose with Christ, and we're seated with him now in the heavenly. Heaven and earth has been combined with the Holy Spirit living inside of us now. And so that's freed us from the law of that performance because we live by grace in the mercy and love of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so um, this is a scripture that is kind of a staple scripture for each of our teachings here, because I don't think we can get enough of this scripture, uh, because we're going to see that uh, this is also uh, some of the mysteries being revealed here about the glory that we have now. And, and this is this is in Colossians 3, verses 1 to 4 in the Passion Translation. And again, let, let me just reiterate, is that there's, there's a lot of translations, and I suggest you listen to it, but allow the Holy Spirit to be the one interpreting and bringing and translating the Word of God to you. So in, 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 in this, in, in verse 1 here, Christ, and again, this has been personalized. Uh, because the, the word, uh, because I think it's really important we take the scriptures and personalize them for each one of us so we can hear this. Christ's resurrection, Carrie, is my resurrection too. Our resurrection too. Christ's resurrection is our resurrection too. And this is why I, we yearn for all that is from above, for that's where Christ sits, enthroned at the place of all power honor, and authority. So yes, yes, we feast, I feast, you feast on all the treasures. So this is, this we feast, this is what we eat. We eat that daily manna, we eat the word of God. I feast on all the treasures of the heavenly realm and fill my thoughts, fill my thoughts, fill my mind. We have the mind of Christ with the, now look at this, the heavenly realities with the heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm because the unseen spoken word created the scene. 
So it's out of the unseen spiritual realm that created the seen world. And so we have the spiritual world because God is spirit. He is spirit and truth. And we worship him in spirit and truth. So we have that spirit and truth living inside of us. So, so we fill our thoughts with the truth, which is the heavenly realities, and not with the distractions of the news of the today world that we have. That is, is not the heavenly realities. The heavenly realities is the truth living inside of us. And so my crucifixion with Christ, your crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie, the tie to this life. And now the true, our true life, my true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. Ooh, that's powerful. So our crucifixion, my crucifixion with Christ is severed the tie. To the, we died with Christ. We rose with Christ. And, and our life now is really in Christ Jesus through the blood of Jesus Christ. Now this verse four is really, really key uh, to the revelation, to the revealing the mysteries of God, because it leads us into the teaching today. And as Christ himself, as Christ, Jesus Christ himself, is seen for who he really is, because that's a part of the mystery, as we see Christ for who he really is, who we are, our identity, who I really am, who we really are, will also be revealed. So as we look into the mirror to see who Christ is, we want to see ourselves in that mirror because we're christ -like. We're made in that image. So as Christ is seen for who he really is, who I really am will also be revealed because this says it right here, for I am now one with him in his glory. This is not a future tense. This is a present and continuous tense and as it's being revealed to us. And this is our daily manna. We eat on the word and we feast on the word. We feed on the, feast on the heavenly treasures that we have. So let's define mystery. Uh, and, and again, uh, it's, it's not something unknown. Rather, it is what can be known through revelation because God reveals it. And, and it's this Christian revelation that we have. It's revealing who Christ is. And as Christ is seen for who he really is, who we are will also be revealed. So these can be some of the mysteries that we're going to be looking at, is the knowledge of Christ, the love of Christ, Christ in you, uh, redemption, sanctification, righteousness, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven coming here, the glory and grace. And there's so many or other mysteries, uh, but these can be the ones that we're looking at scriptures. And I just love this picture of God just breathing the word of God and 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 just seeing the revelation come off the pages of the word of God into this uh, this young girl's heart, and it just it just revealing these mysteries to us. And I know I get warmth and I get chills down my spine, and 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 it just is so exciting. Uh, when when we we see the word of God and and the revelation of what He's doing in our lives, so so what is the Father's promise? What is what is the Father? What did He? What has the Father promised us? What did He promise? And so we see in Acts two verses thirty eight and thirty nine, Jesus instructed them, "Don't leave Jerusalem, but wait here until you receive the gift." And I that I told you about the gift the Father has promised. So what did he promise? For John the Baptist, uh, John baptized you with water, but in a few days from now, you will be baptized, how? In the Holy Spirit. And then we read in verse 39, 38, Jesus replied, repent and turn to God 
because and again see the, the, we have these we have that red line that we're born in so we have to repent and realize that god is the source of life we have the tree of life we enter in we can open it and come in this so we have to take the veil off our eyes and be able to see with spiritual eyes and hear with spiritual ears the truth so peter replied repent and turn to god and each one of you must be baptized in the name of jesus the anointing and have your sins removed then you may take hold of what the gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit. This is the gift that's being offered to us for God's promise. This is God's promise of the Holy Spirit is for you and your families, for those yet to be born, for everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And so, so the, the first gift and the first uh, mystery is that of the Holy Spirit being revealed to us, which is revealing our identity of really who we are. And then what we read also is, is in 1 John 4, 10 through 13, which, which I remember when I, I got this revelation about, uh, about love. And, and it just so, so, because, because, you know, what we do is we, we, we have this religious spirit, we, we get saved and we say, okay, now I got to perform. I got to go do this and do that and do these things. And we get this law-based thinking inside of us. And I never forget when this scripture became real to me, this is love. He loved, he loved me. He loved us long before we loved him. It's his love that drives our identity of who we are. It was his love, not ours. He proved it by sending his son to be the pleasing sacrifice offering to take away our sins, to redeem us, to restore us, to recreate us back into the image and likeness that of his son, Jesus. So delightfully loved ones, if he loved us with such tremendous love, then loving, now look at this, loving one another should be our way of life. How's that working out? <laughs> no one has ever gazed upon the fullness of God's splendor, but if we love, look at this, if we love one another, God, God makes his permanent home in us, in me, in you, and he will make our permanent home in him, and his love is brought to its full expression in us. And he has given us what? His spirit within us that, so that, I love the so that, so that he can, we can have the assurance that he lives in us and that we live in him. That's pretty clear. So he's revealing his love, his love to us. And so his love has brought us to the full expression of our identity with the Holy Spirit living in. And as, and as we receive his love and know his love, we express his love to others. And that's what people can see in us. They can see the Jesus, the love of Jesus, the love of God in us and that expression of the love. And then what we read also in 2 Corinthians 5, 14 through 15 is that, again, this is the unveiling of the love. The love of, of Christ constrains us and resonates within us, leaving us with the one conclusion. When Jesus died, every individual simultaneously died. In God's logic, one has died for all, thus all have died. Now, if all are included in his death, they were equally included where? In his resurrection, coming out of the grave. His unveiling of his love redefines human life. 
whatever reference we could have of ourselves outside of our association with Christ is no longer relevant. See, because that's what we've identified outside of Christ. Now we're identified in Christ. That's 2 Corinthians. I just love the whole fifth chapter of uh, 2 Corinthians. So what we have here too in 2 Corinthians 4.15 is, 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 uh, is, is for it is Christ's love that fuels our passion. This is just in the passion translation now. For it's Christ's love that fuels our passion and holds us tightly because we are convinced that he has given us his life for all of us. This means that all die for him so that, so that those who live should no longer live, look at this, with self-absorbed lives. Well, that hit me, that hit me, that hit me. So, so that Glenn can ne so no longer live the self-absorbed life. And isn't that, and I put that in red again, so that's that red line living here. But, but lives, life, lives lives that are poured out for him, the one who died for us and now lives again. And he lives again through who? His children, because we have the Holy Spirit, the divine nature of God, the Godhead living inside of us. That's so powerful. And that's why it's important to look at different translations. And, and this is a scripture that, that is just so, so important too. And, and this is in Romans 8, 37 in the Passion. And, and again, to, to personalize this too. Yet in the midst of all these things, see in the midst of all the things, of all the news that's coming out, of, of all the fear and the worry and the anxiety and, and the questioning of who we really are, uh, and, and yet in the midst of all these things, we triumph over all the circumstances that are coming at us. In the midst of all these, we triumph over them all, for God has made us what? To be more than conquerors. And here it is. And his, he demonstrated, his demonstrated love is what? Our glorious victory over what? Just a little? No, over everything. And his, he demonstrated his love to us is our glorious victory over thing, everything. So, and then just put your name here. Yet in the midst of all these things, Carrie, Glenn, those watching, listening, uh, put your name, has triumphed over. He's triumphed over all of them. For God has made you listening here. Put your name in, Glenn, to be more than conquerors in his demonstrated love is our glorious victory over everything. And, and then, uh, then here it is again. Is, is that in the midst of all these things, and, and the footnotes are down here, love has made us to be more than conquerors. And this is the footnote that's in the passage. So there's no situation in life that can, can defeat us or dilute God's love. Boy, isn't that powerful? Love has made us to be more than conquerors. And there's no situation that can defeat or dilute God's love. We know that divine love and power works for us and to triumph over all things. So as we're getting, you know, as the enemy wants to uh, beat up on our minds and our thinkings, that's where he works on us. He works in our soul, our mind, will, and our emotions. So he's working in that thinking there, and he wants to think of, hey, you're not like God. You can't be like God. You you can't you can't love the way Jesus loved. Uh, so in the way he's working, he works with us, and we know that the divine love and the power work. Uh, power work of us to triumph over all things. We share in the victory world as every enemy we face. We have conquered the conquer, and we're mere and merely a glance of our worshiping eyes. We have won His heart. So we have that victory through His demonstrated love, and His and we have this glorious victory over everything. 
over everything. He's defeated sickness and disease and death, and we are his glorious uh, victors. And so, and this, this is so important we get this. And this is a part of the first scripture we read before. And we'll read this in different translations because this is, so this is the mystery revealed that Christ lives in you. Christ in you is the hope of glory being revealed. And so we're seeing that hope and, and the glorious hope that we have now. So in the Amplified Translation, we read, uh, this is Colossians 1, 26, or we read 27 in, in the NIV. The mystery which has been hidden for ages and generations from angels and from men, but is now revealed to his holy people, to the saints. And here it comes. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of his mystery, which is, which is what? Christ in you, in me, in us, is the hope of his glory, the hope of uh, being in us. And then, and then in the Passion Translation, verses 26 and 27, there is a divine mystery, a secret surprise that's been concealed from the world for generations, but now is being revealed, unfolded, and manifested uh, for every holy believer to experience to experience this living within you is the christ who floods you with the expectation of glory this mystery of christ embedded within us becomes a heavenly treasure chest of hope filled with the riches of glory for his people and god wants everyone everyone to know it boy we can rest in that we can rest in that so well and so we see also uh, in in the uh uh, mirror translation, which which we're giving just different translations, speaking the same thing. We see we see a different revelation, or it's the same revelation, but we we can see this in different ways to so just to open our hearts and our minds to hear this. Mankind's most sought after quest, the mystery which has remained elusive and concealed for ages and generations, is now fully realized in a redeemed innocence within us. God is delighted to exhibit the priceless treasure of this glorious unveiling, the unveiling, the uncovering of our eyes so we can see this and our hearts can see this, unveiling of Christ indwelling in order that every person on the planet, whoever they are, may now come to the greatest discovery of all time, of all time, and recognize Christ in them as a mirror. As they look in the mirror, they see Christ, and we see ourselves in Christ. We're not looking in the mirror anymore and just seeing us. We're seeing Christ in us. He is the desire of the nation and completes their every expectation. All the desires that we've been looking for to, 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 for our Father, our Heavenly Father, are met in that mirror in Christ Jesus. Redemption, uh, our, our restoration back to our innocence has happened. And so, and, and then what we see in Ephesians 1, verses 17 through 21 uh, is the mystery being revolved, uh, in, in, evolved of the knowledge of him. And so, uh, and, and what we have here is for, I always pray to the God, our Lord Jesus Christ, the father, the father of glory. We've talked about glory for he, he may, and, and he may grant you, listen, that he may grant you, us, all of us, the spirit of wisdom and revelation of insight, the insight into what? The mysteries and the secrets and the deep and intimate knowledge of him. Are we starting to see this continuous theme as Christ is revealed for who he really is, who we are will also be revealed. 
So is, is these mystery, the mystery of the knowledge of him. By having the eyes of our heart flooded with the light so that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you and how rich his glorious inheritance is in the saints, his set apart oneness, that oneness we have with him. So that you can know and understand what is the immeasurable, look at it, immeasurable and unlimited surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe as demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him as his own at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named above, above every title can be confirmed, not only in this age and in this world, but it's also in the age and world which, it, which, which are to come. So what we see, what we see is that is that the revelation, the revelation now of our redemption, our, our in redeemed innocence that we have now, and the prophetic scriptures of the old covenant coming true through through Jesus Christ, and the revelation of these mysteries we reveal to us now, and what we read in Romans sixteen verses twenty five through twenty seven in the Amplified. Now to him, now to him is. To, is able to strengthen you in the faith which is accordance with my gospel and the preaching of concerning Jesus Christ, the Messiah, according to the re revelation, the revelation, the unveiling of the mystery of the plan of redemption. I mean, this plan was, was before the foundation of the earth. He knew that he'd have to redeem mankind. So this is the mystery plan of redemption, which has been kept secret uh, silence is secret for long ages, but but is now disclosed and through the prophetic scriptures is made known to all, to all nations, according to the command of the eternal God to win them to obedience to the faith. To the only wise God through Jesus Christ be the glory forever and ever and ever. Amen. And in this, this scripture here is, is really important too, because this 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 is First uh, Corinthians one thirteen. This is the mirror translation, and and the footnotes that are in here are are important that we get. And so so what what's being revealed here? The mystery revealed here is our righteousness, our sanctification, and the redemption again of God's doing. Of God's doing, are we in Christ? He is both the genesis and the genius of our wisdom. A wisdom, a wisdom that reveals how righteous sanctified and redeemed we already are in him we've got to almost let that settle in because this this is such meat that we're, we're 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 hearing here now of god's doing of god's doing, not our doing not our performance are we in christ he is both the genesis the beginning and the genius of our wisdom of our wisdom we have in christ a wisdom that reveals how righteous, sanctified, and redeemed we are in Christ. And so he is the source. And these are the footnotes here uh, in the study Bible of, 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 the, of the mirror translation. Uh, mankind's association in, in Jesus is God's doing, in God's economy. See, and again, this is the important part. It's God's economy. It's the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ represents us. What mankind could never achieve through personal discipline uh, 
and willpower as taught in every religion. God's faith accomplished in Christ. Of his design, we are in Christ. We are associated in oneness with him. Our wisdom is sourced in his union. Also, our righteousness and holiness and holiness originate, originate with him. Holiness, look at this. Holiness equals wholeness. Holiness equals wholeness and harmony of a person's spirit, soul, and body. And we've done teachings on this. This is, holiness equals wholeness, the completeness and harmony of one's spirit, soul, and body. Our redemption is sanctified in him. He redeemed our identity, our sanity, our health, our joy, our peace, our innocence, and our complete well-being. Ooh, he is the origin, Christ Jesus, Christ in us, the hope of glory. Isn't that powerful? And we read in Matthew 10, uh, excuse me, 13 verses 10 through 13. Uh, and again, and again, see, these mysteries are, are, are being revealed of the kingdom. And then the disciples approached Jesus and ask, why do you always speak to people in these hard-to-understand parables? And again, that takes the, the Holy Spirit to reveal these to us. These are the mysteries of the kingdom of God. And he explained, he explained, uh, you've been given the intimate experience of insight into the hidden mysteries of the realm of the kingdom of God, of kingdom of heaven's kingdom. But they, they, now look at this, they have not, for everyone who, li who listens with an open heart, because those of you watching and listening and hearing here, you have an open heart to receive the truth, the spirit of truth being revealed, the mysteries being revealed. So for, for everyone who listens with an open heart will receive progressively more revelation until he has more than enough. It's overflowing. But those, but those that who don't, who, those who don't listen with an open heart, a teachable heart, even the understanding that they think they have will be taken from them. That's why I teach the people using parables, using the mysteries, basically. Because they think they're looking, because because they think they're looking for truth. Yet, because their hearts are unteachable, they never discover it. Whew. Although they will listen to me, they never fully perceive the message I speak, and that's Jesus speaking. Oh, that's the heart. It's having a heart open to the Holy Spirit, listening to the truth, and this is why. Uh, we just praise God that this podcast has gone out uh, to the nations. And uh, because what are we doing here? We're reading the word of God. We're speaking the word of God. Uh, we're, this is not opinion. So the divine mystery, uh, the divine mystery uh, here is the gospel, is the gospel, is the gospel of grace here that we have, the gospel of grace. Beloved friends, and this is in Ephesians 3, 1 through 6, and I just love this. Beloved friends, because of my love, now this is, this is Paul speaking here, Paul, because of my love for Jesus Christ, I am now his prisoner, because he's in jail, for the sake of all of you who are not Jews, so that you will hear the gospel that God has entrusted to me to share with you. For this wonderful mystery, this wonderful, which I briefly described for which I briefly described was given to me 
How? How did he learn it? By divine revelation through the Holy Spirit. So that whenever, whenever you read it, you will be able to understand my revelation and insight into, into the secret mystery of the Messiah. Again, Messiah is Jesus Christ. So as Christ is revealed for who he is, who we are, our identity will also be revealed. So these mysteries will be revealed, revealed through the Holy Spirit. There has never been a generation that has been given the detailed understanding of the glorious and divine mystery until now. He kept it a secret until this generation. God is revealing it only now to his sacred apostles and prophets. How? By the Holy Spirit. And here's the secret. The gospel of grace. The gospel of grace has been made, has made you non-Jewish believers into co-heirs of his promise through our, your union with him. And you now become members of his body, one with the anointed one. The promises of God are the Holy Spirit and the gospel of grace, the mysteries of the gospel of grace being made known to all, that's the Jews and the non-Jews, the believers, the believers are coming to know in the wisdom of God and in, in, in the mysteries being revealed. So the divine mystery here in Ephesians 3 through 7 uh, through 12, also in, in the uh, the Passion Translation. I've, and again, that's why I like to read different translations here. And I have, and I've, and I have been made a messenger of this wonderful news by the gift, the gift of grace that works through me. Even though I am the least, I am the least significant of all the holy believers, this grace gift was imparted when the manifestation of his power came upon me. When the manifestation of his power came, grace alone empowers me so that I can boldly preach this wonderful message to, to, to non-Jewish people, sharing with them the unfading, inexhaustible riches of Christ, which are beyond comprehension. Boy, that's so neat, because we understand, we can grasp the love and the grace and the mercy that we, he has given us. It's not based upon performance. It's based upon what, what God loved us so much through Jesus Christ. My passion is to, is, is to enlighten every person to this divine mystery. It was hidden for ages, past until now, and kept a secret in the heart of God, the creator of all, the source of all. The purpose of this was to unveil before every throne and rank of angelic orders in the heavenly realm, God's full and diverse wisdom revealed through the church, his people, through the ecclesia. We are his church. This perfectly wise plan was destined from eternal ages to fulfilled completely in our Lord Jesus Christ. Fulfilled through our Lord Jesus Christ. So that now we have boldness. We have boldness through him and free access. And here we are as kings before the Father because of our complete confidence in Christ's faithfulness. Let's make sure we, we have boldness through him and free access. That tree of life is open as kings. He, we, he is king of kings. We are kings. We're rulers here on earth. We are as he, as he is, so we are in Christ Jesus and before the Father because of our complete confidence in Christ's faithfulness. Our confidence is in his faithfulness. And what we read 
in 1 Corinthians 2, verses 7 through 8 in, in, the, in the mirror translation. So we're seeing now the mystery of our glorification. We voice words of wisdom that were hidden in silence for timeless ages, a mystery unfolding God's masterful plan, whereby he would redeem his glory where? In us, in man. Our glorification has always been God's agenda, agenda, even before time was. Wow. His, his, he would redeem his glory in man. Our glorification, Carrie, yours, mine, everybody listen. Our glor glorification has always been God's agenda, even before time was. That green line has always been his agenda. Here we go with verse eight. Neither the, if, if, neither the politicians or the religious leaders of the day had a clue about this mystery. If they did, they would never have crucified the Lord whose death redeemed all. Redemption came through for us. They would have never crucified. He had to go to the cross to bring redemption to us. So we see now in, 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 in 1 Timothy 3.16, and we're going to be looking at the righteousness, the mystery of our righteousness. And I just love this because I just remember uh, when, when this was revealed to me and it, what a great thing. Because that's been a, a major part of my teaching over the years has been, on who are you? I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And, and in, in 1 Timothy 3.16, this is in the Aramaic Bible in plain English. And this mystery, this mystery of righteousness is truly great, which was, and I put these in bullet points, which, which was revealed in the flesh and was justified in the spirit. He appeared to angels and was preached among the Gentiles. He was trusted in the world. He ascended into the glory. And that's who Jesus is the mystery of his righteousness redeemed in us. And, and here's a part of the righteousness that comes in in, in, uh, in 2 Corinthians 5.21. For he made him, who, which is Jesus, who knew no sin to be sin for us. And that's on the cross. That he, that, that we might become the righteousness of God, righteousness of God in him, in Christ Jesus. So we, are, we have been made righteous, we clean, washed clean. We became saints. Uh, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And, and what we see here and as we close here is, is that uh, in 1 John 2, uh, 15 through 18, because this is important that we, we see uh, that, that, that and put this in context of God's love uh, this is the Father's love, and this has been an important scripture for me as a, as a, as uh, over time. Is that, and uh, in, in it's the Father's love does not compete with anything the world system has to offer. Its cosmetic attraction is cosmetic is is surface and external. The Father's love is from within. Do not be lured into the emptiness which where love is absent and romance seems lost. And this is 1 John 2, 15 through 18 in the, in the mirror translation. Because uh, in the other, it says, do not love this world or anything in the world. For, for the, if, if you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. 
And we see in verse 16 here, there, there is a clear distinction between the biological, physical life that is exploited by the I am not mentality of the world system. See, the world system is that, is, is that tree of death, the, the tree of knowledge of goodness. I am not. I am mentally, I'm, you know, the world system. And the, and the authentic Zoe life of our design that is sourced in the Father. So we have to understand uh, the, the two systems, the two world systems. We have the kingdom of God system. We have the world system. We've been bro we broke away from the world system. And then we have the life of the Father through the Holy Spirit living inside us. The one, the one engages, so here we have, the one engages uh, the individual with a constant yearning, a yearning and craving for, fesh, for fleshly gratification with eyes desperately scanning for recognition. This inevitably results in a cheap, bragging and boastful conversation, which is so utterly boring while the father's life satisfies completely. Oh, th th this is powerful. I just want you to get this. Let me just read this again. There's a clear distinction between the biological, physical life that is exploited by the world system here. I am not mentally, I, I, the, I am not mentally of the world system. And the authentic Zoe life we have in Christ are designed that is sourced in the Father. The one generates, and this is the, the world system, the one engages the individual with a constant yearning and craving for the, fesh, the fleshly gratification of the lust of the flesh. With eyes desperately scanning for recognition, this inevitably results in the cheap bragging and boastful conversation, which is so utterly boring, while the father's life satisfies completely. The world system... The system with all of its glamorous dreams comes and goes. It comes and goes. But the, whoever engages with the poetry, the oneness of God's desire, abides unchanged into the conclusion, the green line lives in the ground. The world system with all of its glamorous dreams comes and goes. But whoever engages with the poetry of God's desires abides unchanged into the conclusion of the ages. Children, this is the completeness of time. The revelation of Christ. Look at this. This is bringing everything around. The, revel the revelation of Christ brings finality and closure to the hour, which makes the Antichrist system now more apparent than ever, just as, as he, it was rumored. There are many who have positioned themselves against Christ, blatantly opposing grace. This confirms that the time has reached its most extreme context. The days of confusion between the two opposing systems are over. They're over. Christ in us, the hope of glory. We've been redeemed, our redeemed life. The love of Christ living in us opposes the world system of knowing our identity of who we are in Christ Jesus. And as we have closed other meetings and in, in, in other sessions, uh, I'm speaking this, I am God's love mystery revealed in this tree of life that we have. And here we are in just speaking this again. Each one of us, we are, I am the vehicle God chose to manifest his invisible presence here on earth. And he does that. He does that through his love, Christ in us, 
the hope of glory. These mysteries are being revealed to each one of us as we ask for the Holy Spirit and we seek his truth in all we do. Amen and amen. You know, Glenn, I, I was thinking as you uh, kind of brought this to the conclusion, you know, this is very simply uh, a reflection also of the affirmations. We talk about this a lot in the uh, in the appendix of the uh, of fraud, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy, because it is so important that you repeat, rehearse and restate these truths that God says who you are, as opposed to the lies of the enemy. And you know, Glenn, that's one of, one of the reasons why we make, uh, you know, a couple of resources available that you can get. One is I am one with Christ in glory. And then the other one is how we uh, typically close out a Kingdom Living podcast with the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights, because you have to get that revelation when you are in the kingdom uh, world, then all these things accrue to you and you're not bound or subject to all that red line living stuff, Glenn. It's, I mean, it's just so important to get that revelation. And, and that's the daily manna. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it's not stored up for us. It's a daily. And so that's, it's repetitive understanding and, and our identity of speaking the IMs of, of we are our identity every day and just recognizing it. Absolutely. And that's why we make these tools available to you. You'll see that there's a link that you can click on. You can download uh, the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights, for example, I suggest if you have access to a printer, maybe print it out and put it someplace where you're going to see it. Because when it's those affirmations of reminding you who God says you are, it really makes a difference, especially as you run into things, you know, in your day-to-day -day life. So again, if you're new uh, to the Kingdom Living Podcast, thanks for tuning in. Be sure you like and share this with people in your circle. It's how the, it's how the, the gospel continues to uh, move across the face of the earth. And uh, Glenn, as we always do, we, call it, we close out with the Believer's Declaration of Legal uh, Rights and then ask you to pray for everybody uh, within the sound of our voices. And just thank, thank you all for being a part of this today. Uh, and this is the Believer's Declaration of Legal I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, in the kingdom of priests. We're kings and priests. I belong, look at that, I belong to the family of God. I can enter into God's presence boldly now. I have been recreated in God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy. That's the kingdom of God and the Holy Spirit. I am restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God, the Father, God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit living where? In me now. I have the word of God, that's Jesus, I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness uh, on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. I have the legal, the legal, the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness. They've been defeated. I have, I have through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrection power to cast out demons and to lay hands on, on the sick, and they are healed. And that's what we've been speaking today over everybody. And Father, we just, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. We just thank you. We just praise your holy name that your word did not return void. And know it penetrates hearts. We know there's healing. There's healing of, of brokenness, uh, of marriages. There's healings 
of, 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 of emotional trauma. Uh, there's pain. And Father, we just pray the release of that pain and the love of Christ, the revelation of, of, of love and forgiveness just enters in uh, to those listening now. And Father, we, we just thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for uh, sending your son and loving us that we can be redeemed and we become sons and daughters. We are children in your family now. We just love you. We thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Glenn. And so again, if you're new to this, please like and share this and uh, appropriate this for yourself. Again, all the tools are right there to Repl Minute. So you can go back and you can uh, check the daily Monday through Friday Repl Minute. It's that uh, quick uh, update. Every morning, you can actually have it delivered right into your email box. You'll notice it's so funny that literally the only thing we ask for is your email address, nothing else. But you can also find it, of course, on our uh, the repleminute.com page. You can get it on our Facebook page. You can find it on our YouTube channel, same as you can with the Kingdom Living podcast. And there's also a spot where you can order your copy of Fraud, What God Has to Say About the Tactics of the Enemy, which I recommend is just a good way to really get further grounded in finding your identity. So Glenn, um, you know, uh, thanks again for another great teaching. I love it. Mysteries revealed. Uh, we keep we keep having so much fun as we're just literally exploring the word of word of word of God uh, right here on the Kingdom Living podcast. And we'll see you next time for Kingdom Living. God bless you.